Hey girl, hey! Welcome back to For Your Hot Girl Walk, the perfect podcast for your hot girl walk. My name is Teresa and welcome back. Or if you're new here, um, hello. Nice to meet you. I'm so sorry for last week's episode. I know it was really short. I just wanted to put something out there though so that y'all knew what was going on. But basically, if you missed last week's episode, I had recorded everything on my phone because I didn't have my microphone with me and I was trying to share the podcast that I recorded from my phone to my computer to edit it, but it was literally not sharing and it just would not like send over for some reason and I was able to upload from my phone to my computer the second half of the podcast but not the first part and so I was trying to figure it out but I could not and I was like by the time I like finally get it to work and then edit it it's going to be way too late and I thought that it wouldn't just it would just be better to record a really mini episode and then save what I recorded for this week today's and honestly that's kind of what I did except I'm re-recording the first half of the podcast because I was never able to figure it out. I really wish I knew what happened, but for some reason it just wasn't sharing. I was having difficulties throughout that whole thing, to be honest, but I'm avoiding it now by just recording directly into GarageBand, which is usually what I do when I have a microphone, but I don't have my microphone with me, so I'm just doing it like directly into my computer, and I was not wanting to do that because I didn't know if the microphone was going to be that good, but I listened back, and it's not the worst, and I'm like, it's better than no episode at all, and I still wanted to podcast, so I was like, you know what? I'll just use my computer. It'll be a couple of weeks of like not the best audio quality or whatever, but next week I will have my microphone so it'll be better. But yeah, enough of that. Let's just get right into the episode. So the content that I did miss was honestly just some of my life updates and like a few stories. Oh my gosh, I didn't even mention what today's episode was about. But basically, this episode is Am I the Butthole reaction stories. I got all of these from Reddit and I got this idea because when I'm scrolling on TikTok, I low-key love all of the Reddit ones that I see where like someone's like rolling glass bottles down the stairs or like someone's like making slime or cutting soap or whatever and it's Reddit stories and I'm like, wait, I love these. This would make a good podcast episode. So that's the inspiration for today and honestly, if y'all love it, let me know because I can definitely do additional parts to this because when I was on Reddit, there were literally so many stories to choose from and I was just looking at the ones that were posted that day. So I feel like we'll have an endless supply. So I just took screenshots of several stories that I thought were pretty good and also were kind of shorter because some of them were so long and I was like, I feel like I don't have the attention span for that and I don't want to put y'all through that. So I tried to choose some shorter episodes. But yeah, that is what this episode is going to be about. I'm definitely going to get into those stories. Um, Half of this episode, like the later half, was recorded like last week and I'm recording this one now. Y'all don't really have to pay attention to the timeline, but I'm just like letting y'all know just in case it all of a sudden sounds different halfway through. But yeah, let's just get into the updates of my life. 
I kind of wanted to talk about July 4th, but by now it's like a few weeks past, but I will just say I did have my hot dog. I know that I was like, I can't wait to eat a hot dog, and I had one, and it was delicious. It was like the best like soft bun, and the wiener was like snappy, and I feel like honestly for a hot dog, the most important part is the bun, and for it to be soft and delicious, and mine definitely was. I was so happy. I was like, this is amazing. And yeah, that's kind of like my July 4th update. I also like spent time with family and all that jazz, but you know, we're over it now. And I'm recording this on Wednesday. I know I'm ahead of schedule. Usually I record on like a Friday or Saturday, but I'm so excited because this weekend I'm going to Six Flags and that was literally on my bucket list. I feel like if you listen to one of my past episodes about like summer bucket list items, going to an amusement park was on there. And specifically, I was thinking like Disney, Universal, but obviously that's more expensive and takes more planning. But Six Flags is like an hour away. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes. And the opportunity presented itself. And I was like, heck yes, I'm going. I just love roller coasters. And I'm so excited because I just think it'll be so fun. The only bad thing is that I think it might be extremely hot. And so I'm hoping it's not going to be too bad. But, you know, I'm just going to lather up on the sunscreen so that I don't get burned because I don't want to deal with a burn. And also, I just feel like it's so bad for your skin. I will say, though, I have also been laying out more because I want to work on my tan because I'm going to be going to the beach with my friends in August. And I feel like if you have like a preliminary tan, you don't tan or you don't burn as easily. So I've been trying to work on my tan and I think it's working. Like I'm definitely getting some summer sun and I'm just really excited about that because I feel like as the winter months were going on, I was like, I'm getting so pale and I feel like clothes just look better on me when I'm tan. So I was like, I really want a tan for the summer. I've definitely been working on that and it's paying off. The only thing is that like, it just gets so hot, but you know, it's all worth it in the end. Another fun update is I tried a like a VR headset, the PlayStation one for like the PlayStation 5. And it is so fun. I never understood the hype, but I was always seeing like TikToks of people playing that Beat Saber game, which I'm sure you've probably seen it too, where it's like the cubes are coming at you and you're like slicing them to the beat of the music. And I finally tried it. It is so fun. I don't know if this is kind of like embarrassing, but I'm literally dripping sweat after I play for like 30 minutes because like I'm doing the harder levels and like you're just like, whipping your arms around and like squatting to avoid certain blocks and whatever but it is so fun if you ever have the opportunity to try someone's vr headset and they have beat saber i highly recommend i'm just like this is so fun it does like get a little bit trippy sometimes because it's like you're standing still but you're just you're really in a virtual reality like i know that's what it stands for but like it's so true and i'm just like who came up with this like Whoever did that was so smart, like innovation. They were just on top of it and now we benefit. It is so fun. I just can't get enough. I highly recommend if you're able to try it. It's just like so fun. Um, Another thing that is so fun is that I talked about my New York Times like interview a while back and I was like, I'll let y'all know when the article comes out and it finally came out. Woo! I am still kind of shook that that happened. I'm honestly glad though because when I read the article, I actually wasn't quoted at all. 
And I'm like, you know what? Maybe that's for the best because I feel like I kind of sounded like not smart in that interview just because I was like kind of nervous. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the New York Times. But they asked if they could use my picture for like the headline story like picture and they also embedded my TikTok. So I can say officially that I have been in the New York Times and I'm literally like the cover for like the cover picture for that article. And I was like, that is so cool. So I'll definitely link it for y'all. You can read the article. It's actually pretty interesting. I was like, oh, I didn't actually know that. And you can also see my face on that New York Times article. And I'm just like, this is so cool. And I'm just like, how did I get so lucky where like someone would reach out to me to use my TikTok for the New York Times? But then I was like, you know what? I also have to give myself some credit because I've been posting at least once a day, literally since January. And I was posting also consistently since like last October, November-ish. Definitely not every day, but still like relatively consistently. But then January is when I was like, okay, I'm going to actually post every single day. And I'm like, you know what? It's paying off. Like I'm slowly getting like more followers, more interaction, more opportunities. And I'm just like, the only way up, or the only way is up. So we'll see how far it goes, but I'm just going to continue doing it. Also because it's fun. I'm just like making fun videos and like connecting with people. And I'm like, why wouldn't I want to do that if I'm already having fun? Like, I feel like that's also why I started this podcast because I'm just like, it's kind of fun to just share my thoughts out into the world. I don't know who's listening or who's interacting, but it's still fun for me, you know? So I'm like, I might as well keep doing it. But yeah, that was honestly one of the best updates that happened. Um, There's not much else going on. I have been listening to Vampire by Olivia Rodrigo on repeat. It is such a good song. I haven't even felt like anything that she's felt, obviously. Like, I feel like that's a pretty unique experience, especially like in her current position already. But I'm just like, oof, like it just hits. The song just hits. Like the lyrics, the music, everything. It just goes so well. And her voice is so good. I'm just like, amazing. I literally listened to it like 30 times in one day, I think. Like I'm not exaggerating. And I'll do it again because it's literally that good of a song. So if you haven't listened yet, what are you doing? Go and listen. But also y'all have probably heard it already because it's been out for a while now. But it's so good. I'm just like obsessed. Okay, last update for y'all. I ordered a couple of dresses from Free People. I know I've been saying I'm in my dress era and it's so true. I just feel like a casual dress looks so like cute for the summer and it's so low effort. It's basically like a t-shirt with if you wear like biker shorts underneath or whatever. And so that's literally what I'm wearing, except it looks so much cuter because it's like a dress. So I'll definitely share with y'all once I get the dresses how I like them. I think that they're really cute. I just got two of them. I got, well, they're both white. One of them is more like dressy and one of them is more like athletic-y, but I'm excited for them because I just am in my dress era and they're just so comfortable and I'm excited for them. So I'll let you know how they are. I feel like they'll be fine. I tried on one of the dresses at the store, but they only had a size small and it fit, but it was a little bit short. So I was like, let me size up and maybe it'll be like a little bit longer. I feel like with free people, like your sizing just totally depends on like the product because sometimes you could be like an extra small in one thing, but like a large in something else. So it just really depends. And I feel like the dresses are kind of forgiving, especially if it's like 
a loose fit because if it's a loose fit, it doesn't really matter if you size up because it'll still look like relatively good. But anyways, I'll let y'all know how they work out. I'm so excited for them. I feel like it'll be so cute and like a good summer piece. Okay, so that's basically all the updates that I have for you this week. So now let's just get right into the stories. I tried to choose shorter ones so that we wouldn't have to like listen to a whole long story because some of them are actually like super long, but let's just get into it. This first one is, am I the butthole for laughing at my brother's tattoo? This is a pretty cut and dry scenario. My 32 male, so like this guy who's telling the story is 32 male, little brother, 25, has been in a string of relationships since he was young enough to know what dating was. On several occasions, the relationships ended because he was caught cheating with another girl. These are just the ones that I know about. There could be more. In fact, his current girlfriend, 19 female, was the other woman from his previous relationship. He, I'll call him Danny, still lives with my parents and I headed over on the 4th for barbecue. When he reached out for a hug, I noticed his arm was super red and he showed me his brand new tattoo that he had literally just gotten. In huge words, it said loyalty and cursive. Where I might be the butthole is that I kind of laughed as soon as I saw it and didn't try to hide it at all. It wasn't a dramatic laugh. He said, what's so funny? And I just said his tattoo was really ironic. He got pissed and stormed off to his room and didn't join my parents and I plus our sister for dinner. I told them what happened and they said I was being a butthole and my sister said people are allowed to change. I personally think he's acting like a child by locking himself in his room and that I shouldn't be blamed for a 25-year-old storming off. Okay, that's the end of it. And you know what? I will say it. I do think he's not the butthole because first of all, he's 32. His little brother is 25. So like a 25-year-old should not be so immature. But the fact also that he's dating a 19-year-old, that's like a six-year age difference. And a six-year age difference, I feel like, doesn't matter so much if, like, the youngest person's 25 and the older person is 31. Like, that makes more sense. But a 19-year-old, like, they're still in their first year of college. Like, I'm just imagining being a 19-year-old, like, you think you're mature, but now as a 23-year-old, like, I'm 23, I could not imagine dating someone who was 19. Like, that is just so crazy to me. Like, that age difference, that age difference is so apparent, especially because you're at like different stages in life. I feel like once you're graduated and you kind of have a better idea of what you're doing, that makes more sense. But as a 19 year old and a 25 year old, that just seems so icky. I'm just like, oh, I just can't imagine it. So right there, that's the red flag that your 25 year old brother is a little bit weird in my opinion. And then also just loyalty it's like a corny tattoo and then also for that person's history it's like very ironic so I would agree and I think like laughing he said it wasn't like um a dramatic laugh it was just kind of like a laugh that he didn't try to hide but it wasn't like super out there I feel like that's fine because it's also like caught off guard like that someone just got a tattoo like that so personally I don't think so because this little brother needs to be put in his place Okay, this next one is, am I the butthole for not paying for my sister's wedding? To start, I'll say that my parents are already offering to chip in for her. They didn't chip in for me even though they offered. I rejected them as my husband paid for the entire thing. He's very wealthy and so are his side of the family, so it was a very big, extravagant wedding. 
My sister was one of my bridesmaids and I paid for her bridesmaid dress and paid for everything. I spent hours organizing my wedding and spent a lot of money and organization to make it the best day ever. My sister helped with my hen weekend a little with organization and not financially. My best friend and maid of honor helped me the most with everything. Anyways, my sister now is getting married and she wants my husband to pay for it. It's 22,000 euros that she wants us to pay for. We told her that that's ridiculous and she should try to pay for her own wedding or get our parents' help. She then got angry at me saying my wedding was 1,000 times more expensive and that I had the money when it wasn't being fair. Her friends and her husband have been saying that we are snobby and treat them badly and won't pay anything towards their wedding when my sister helped out so much with mine. I've even gotten messages off some of her friends calling me an awful person. Someone even said that apparently she married her husband for the right reasons and not for money, which really upset me. I don't know if there's anything I could do or if I'm in the wrong for refusing that. Okay. In my opinion, I don't think this person is the butthole for not paying for their sister's wedding. First of all, it's like if you don't have the means to pay for that wedding, like you shouldn't have that wedding. It's not other people's responsibilities. And also it's like she, the older sister who was like writing this in, didn't really have an extravagant wedding because like she necessarily wanted to, but because her husband wanted to and he was willing to pay for it. But the sister, if she wants that, she has to be willing to pay for it herself. And also the parents are willing to help out and pay for some of it. I will say like maybe she could help out like a little bit, but I feel like 22,000 euros is a lot of money and it's not her responsibility. If she wanted to pay out of the goodness of her heart, that's like her choice, but it shouldn't be like made so that she has to pay it. And I feel like it's not fair for the sister to like start talking bad about her to her friends and whatever. And I just feel like that's kind of toxic because 22 thousand euros is a lot of money so in my opinion i don't think this person is the butthole because it's just like literally not her responsibility at all okay the next one this one's really short am i the butthole for answering truthfully that i don't like wearing my glasses i'm 14 and i got glasses yesterday and the optometrist said i need to wear them all the time Today, my mom asked how I liked wearing them, and I said, honestly, I'm not a big fan of wearing them, and it feels weird having something constantly on my face. She then lit into me about how I just needed to get used to them and that they were expensive, and that I'm lucky that my eyes no longer strain. Am I the butthole for answering the question truthfully? I just thought that was kind of interesting, and I also liked it because it was so short, but obviously not the butthole, in my opinion, because it's just like, if you're asked a question, wouldn't you expect an honest answer? Like, this person never even said that they weren't thankful for the glasses, they just said that they don't really like wearing them and it feels weird, which I totally get because personally, I also don't like wearing my glasses. I love wearing contacts more because I just feel like I also hate having something on my face. Even the sunglasses, I literally love the look of them and I buy them because every time I'm like, oh, those are so cute, I'll wear them. But I end up not really wearing them because I just don't really love having something on my face. So yeah, I don't think this person's the butthole and I don't think it was nice of the mom to get so mad that this person answered honestly because like as a parent, I'm expecting like wouldn't they also want an honest like answer and I feel like if they get mad at them for being honest about this thing then the kid will just be like I don't want to answer honestly anymore because my mom is just going to get mad at me so it's like just creating opportunities for their relationship to become more strained and not as good so not the butthole I think the mom is though okay this is it for the recordings right now but I'm going to add in the recordings from last week when I was having so many issues so you'll hear me get a little bit like oh I don't know why like it's not adding or whatever 
So yeah, this is kind of like the switch over. Okay. Am I the butthole for telling my future mother-in-law she has no say in my wedding dress choice? Um, right off the bat, I think no, it's like your choice, not your mother-in-law's. Okay. I, female 25, am getting married next year to my fiancé, Jack, male 26. His mom is excited for the wedding and has been very involved. I'm currently looking for a wedding dress and my future mother-in-law insisted on looking with me. I had no issue with that until recently when we went shopping and she kept criticizing every dress I tried on and kept saying things like, no, that's not for us. We can do better. I was getting irritated but kept it inside to not cause any drama. At some point, I tried on a dress and immediately fell in love. I looked at the saleswoman and told her it was the one that I wanted. My future mother-in-law did not agree and was like, are you kidding? I don't want that one. She's not pretty. I tried to remain as polite as possible and told her that although I was thankful she volunteered to come with me, it was still my future wedding dress and therefore my choice and that I was going to choose the one whether she liked the dress or not. She started crying and told me that I was being ungrateful for everything she's done for me and called me selfish. She then left and took a taxi home. When I told my fiancé what happened, he said I should have been more understanding because he was her only kid. It's her only chance to live this. I do feel bad because I could have been nicer, but I also feel like I should be able to choose the dress that I want. Okay, my opinion, totally not the butthole. And also, like, it's a red flag for the fiancé to say that. Like, yes, it's the mother's only chance to do this because he's the only child, blah, blah, blah. But, like... It's also not her wedding. She had her chance when she was getting married. This is this girl's wedding and she only gets one chance as well. And she is like the center of attention. So she should be able to get the dress that she wants. And it's just like the fiance should have stuck up for her as well because like he is only taking his mom's side. But like this girl is obviously in the right but he's still taking the mom's side so i feel like that's where the red flag comes in play and he's like an only child it kind of seems like he's a mama's boy which is like cute to a certain extent but when it's like oh just like let her choose the dress that she wants like i'm the only son then it's like okay well that's not the girl's fault and she should be able to choose the dress that she wants and it wouldn't even be like that different if the mother-in-law were paying for it but it's not like she's even paying for it if she were paying for it i would think that she would have like a little bit more of a say but like she's not even helping out financially with the dress so this girl should choose what she wants and that's my opinion on that okay this next story am i the butthole for getting my friend in trouble with our school Okay, so this happened a few months ago when school was still in. My friend isn't mad and still talks to me, but the rest of our friend group has completely blocked me out because of this. I really, really don't think I'm the butthole because of the circumstances, but I want to make sure. So what happened was my friend, male 15, had eaten an edible during school hours, which I, female 15 by the way, really don't care if he does that. That's him, not me. Just as long as he's still safe, I don't think it's my business to snitch. He took the edible in the morning and then around lunchtime when our group usually would meet up to have lunch together, he didn't show up. Me and my friends have our location shared with each other, so me and another friend, male 16, went to go find him to make sure he was okay because he wasn't picking up calls or answering texts. He was behind one of the staircases at our school. It's a common sort of like hidden place at our school. He was very obviously not okay. He was laying down on the ground, passed out, breathing really slowly, etc. So I went to go get the school nurse and long story short, friend ended up being taken to the ER. Turned out there was fentanyl in the edible he ate, but he ended up being alright. So I'm really glad I went and got someone. But then once he was okay, he was suspended from school for a week, which I which was expected. 
and our other friends were all super pissed with me about it. He was mad at first too because of the suspension, but he isn't now and he thanks me for getting someone to help. I've been thinking about this recently because I'm still getting called a piece of shiz for this. It's just bothering me. I literally made a Reddit account just to ask this here. Okay, I don't think so. I feel like when it comes to things like that, like life and death, it's totally okay to go ask for help. Especially because like things laced with fentanyl are just like no joke. It's so scary. Like I remember learning in school if there's like a drug bust happening or whatever, people investigating are literally wearing hazmat suits because just like breathing in fentanyl can like knock you out and so that's so scary and you don't even know like how much he ate or how much was in there so i feel like that's the right thing to do honestly and if the group of friends is mad at you about it and it didn't even happen to them that is just like get new friends too because why are they so upset that you cared about someone's life especially because the friend who had happened to who got suspended came to and realized yeah that's actually like really nice that you went to go look for someone because my life was on the line so i don't think this person's the butthole for asking for help because it's just like who wouldn't and also if it's like a hidden area behind the staircase who knows how long he could be there before someone else saw him and went to get help and what if it was like a stronger dose than they thought and like he od'd like that is just i don't know like common sense to ask for help okay this next story is am i the butthole for putting my feet on the seat in the car and suggesting my brother-in-law walk if he had a problem i was wearing high heels all day so my feet were killing me by the time we were driving home so i took my shoes off and sat cross-legged on the seat my feet weren't touching anybody but my brother-in-law was sitting next to me and turned it into a big deal because apparently my feet are so gross to him he told me to put my feet down and put my shoes on i refused so he claimed my feet stunk which was a blatant lie he did eventually back down on me putting my shoes back on but still wanted me to take my feet off the seat nobody else had an issue with how i was sitting and it wasn't my brother-in-law's car so i got annoyed and told him to walk if he had a problem since i felt like he was just trying to embarrass me at that point i think he got angry because i told him to walk because he started arguing with me even more and was getting louder and louder about it too I got, it got to the point where my husband and mother-in-law both had to tell him to shut up am i the butthole yes i feel like feet are so gross to me so if someone was sitting next to me with their shoes off even if it wasn't touching me like if it was super close which i'm assuming it is if it's like a car and you're sitting next to each other then like just put your feet down i think also like he was willing to compromise like okay you don't have to put on your shoes but like just take your feet off of the seat like it's not that hard and i get you want to be comfortable after a long day but if you had a long day and you're coming home from the same place he probably had a long day too so he wants to relax in the car ride so it's just like take your feet off the seat it's not that hard and everyone would just be happy about it so yes i think you're the butthole for that and you can still be comfortable with taking your feet off of the seat and i feel like when you're sitting crisscrossed like your knees also sticking out so maybe that was also uncomfortable for him so like just don't do that and i feel like the mother-in-law and husband which i'm assuming are the brother and the mom of that guy were telling him to just back off because like they had a long day and they didn't want to argue and it's easier to tell like your own family member than like the daughter-in-law or whatever you know 
but no I would be upset too and I feel like you should be able to just like take your feet down that is just so interesting that that wouldn't be your instinct I feel like I wouldn't even do that in the first place to be honest like I might loosen my heels but I feel like I wouldn't even take them off that is just my opinion okay on to the next story Am I the butthole for making my friend pay for my computer? I let a friend use my old laptop temporarily as I use my work laptop for pretty much anything. I asked for it back. I've had this laptop for six years and she told me she accidentally spilled a drink on it and the keyboard didn't work. Well, I'm trying to change jobs so I need it now. I took it to the store and they said it's $300 plus to fix. The guy basically said to get a new computer but I could buy a USB keyboard for now to allow it to work keyboard was the only problem. My friend thinks I should just get a keyboard for it and doesn't understand why I'm asking them to pay the $300. I'm not sure if I would have considered getting a new laptop if she hadn't broken it in the first place and I'm only asking for the price of what's broken, not a whole laptop. I'm planning to use the $300 to contribute to a new computer. The value is shot for what I would have sold it for anyways too. Dragging around a keyboard defeats the purpose of a laptop in my opinion lol. It stops being portable. Just looking for other opinions here. I don't think you're the butthole for making your friend pay you the $300. I feel like especially if you made it clear like that was just like a temporary thing and they were going to give it back. Like I feel like they should be giving it back in the condition that you gave it to them in the first place. And I feel like any normal person would want to pay the $300 it took to fix the computer, even if they knew it meant you were using that money to buy a new computer, because you wouldn't have done that in the first place. But since they broke it, now you're looking at other options. So I don't think it's unreasonable to pay for like, or to ask your friend to give you the $300. Like they broke it. And also like, I feel like if I were that friend, I would be offering, like, how much does it cost to fix? Like, let me pay for the fixing. And it's like, it is true. If you have to carry around an additional keyboard, like, that totally defeats the purpose of a laptop. I remember one of my friends in college, um, she, like, broke her keyboard. And so she had to carry around a keyboard and, like, a tote bag. And, like, it was very cumbersome. And we made fun of her for it like in a lighthearted way obviously we're not like jerks but it was like a pain I feel like and so because they did that they should pay you back for that inconvenience so I do not think that this person is the butthole whatsoever okay this next one am I the butthole for not visiting my mother's side of the family when I just flew into their city for a wedding my partner and I flew to Sydney, Australia for her best friend's wedding for the weekend. We stayed in a hotel pretty close to all the touristy things, Harbour Bridge, Opera House, etc. And my partner had never been to Sydney before, so we checked them out and put pictures on Facebook and Insta as tourists do. I have two aunts and my I have two aunts and many cousins that live in Sydney, although they are all very spread apart and some live in the countryside, requiring a lot of driving. We were exhausted traveling around Sydney and we only saw a tiny part of it. We're from Adelaide, which is a much smaller city and way more laid back. So, a few of my cousins have commented passive-aggressive things saying why didn't I visit them. I explained to them I was only there for the weekend for a wedding and simply would not have time to visit all of them. I also did not announce that I would be in town, which I guess might be a jerk thing to do, but I knew it just would not be possible time-wise and would be far too stressful. I am torn. On one hand, I had a fantastic time with my partner and went to an amazing wedding in a beautiful city. 
On the other, I snubbed my extended family by not trying to see any of them, who I barely know or talk to. Okay, I feel like not the butthole for this. I feel like that last caveat was a major thing where it's like, you barely know them or talk to them, so like, why would you go out of your way to visit them when you're already there for a short period of time? Like, if they are really, like, that hurt about it and they really want to see you, like, they can make efforts to come and see you but like this is you paying good money for it and like I feel like you should be able to spend your time how you want it. So I feel like not the butthole in this case and the cousins are annoying but honestly it's not too bad because they're far away and you never talk to them in the beginning or like in the first place so like it doesn't really matter but that's just like annoying that it was a thing in the first place okay we have a few more stories let me see how many we have we have one two okay we have two more stories and they're just a little bit longer but they're still kind of short okay so this one is Am I the butthole for stopping payments on my child's apartment and not paying for their way to our family vacation? I have several children and their mother is no longer in the picture. While raising them as a single parent, I've always told them that I'll pay for their college so they won't graduate with debt, but there are strings attached. The main one is that they have to pick degrees that will support their lifestyle. The other main stipulation is that I will continue to support them for a year after which they are on their own. My eldest graduated last year with a degree with which I wholeheartedly disagree. We've had heated discussions about their career choice while they were in school, but I was unsuccessful at getting this child to change their mind due to their passion for this field. They're now working in a field that pays about 65k a year with a career ceiling of approximately 85k. There's not a path to make more of this career in our city and state. I bought them a car as a graduation gift and have been paying for their insurance and maintenance. I've also allowed this child to use my account at the grocery store. I've also been paying my child's $5,000 a month apartment rent and utilities since last year and now their lease is coming up and they want to re-sign it. When they came to me a couple of days ago, I reminded them it's been a year and now they're on their own. We got into a heated discussion which boils down to they can't afford to live in the city while working at their jobs. They would have to move so far out that they'll have to find another job during a time when the market is not great. I refused to budge as they knew this was coming and I wanted to make sure my other kids know I'm serious about them earning their own way through life. During our discussion, I dropped the uh, during our discussion, I dropped the other shoe that they're responsible to pay their own way from now on, which includes our family reunion vacation next summer. They argued there's no way they can afford to pay for everything, including a two weeks vacation in Europe on their salary, and begged me to reconsider. I refused. This child called their grandparents, aunts, and uncles, my parents were sisters and brothers, to try to get them to change my mind. My other kids are staying out of it, but the rest of the family is even split. Half thinks I should continue to pay since I can easily afford to, while the other half agrees with my sink or swim decision. Am I being too strict? I feel like, first of all, they're not really the butthole for saying, like, I'm not going to pay for you because, like, that was the agreement and you're already paid for all of their college and a full year outside of that even though they have a job so i feel like not really and also i feel like if you're making 65 to 85k a year and having a five thousand dollar apartment rent that is just like totally unreasonable like no one can afford that apartment at that type of salary unless you're getting help from someone which is obviously the case here and so like they should have just had like a smaller apartment to begin with but yeah I just feel like it's not your responsibility if that was also like a stipulation that you had and you've been this generous so far I will say though like a vacation a two-week vacation in Europe 
the flights themselves can be like a couple grand and then i don't know what they're doing but it seems as if their trip would be more on the extravagant side if this person is like well off so i feel like i would offer to help pay for the vacation even if it's just like the flights and the lodging but like the person should pay for like a meal for the family and like their own shopping and whatever but i feel like the flights are the main thing i don't know but i do think like them moving to an a different apartment is so reasonable especially because 5k for one person is so much on that type of salary like that is just crazy like no one can really afford that like right out of college but that's just my opinion okay now we have one last story am i the butthole for not wanting to invite my dad to my graduation i 22 female have just finished my undergrad degree and will be graduating later on this year I am able to invite three guests to the ceremony. The people who I want to invite to my graduation are people who have been present and supportive throughout my degree and my dad is not one of them. For some backstory, my parents got divorced when I was 17. My dad has been pretty much absent since then, only calling every couple of months and we see each other once, maybe twice a year. My dad had been pretty emotionally and physically absent from my life since my early teens. On my prom night, he took himself off for a couple of days to visit a friend. He did not attend any school-related events during my teenager years and has hardly been interested in my progress at university so i feel that just because he's my dad doesn't automatically mean he should get the invite not to mention that my dad's behavior towards myself and my mom 52 female have been pretty awful at times i won't go into it too much detail but who's constantly losing his temper and shouting being completely selfish and gaslighting and lying to us he also refuses to admit to this or take any accountability for his behavior i don't completely blame my dad for his behavior as he had an, a very difficult childhood and young adulthood himself but from my perspective it feels like he wanted the family life but without any of the emotional financial and physical responsibilities that came with it and at times he was just so cruel my mom met her new fiance 55 male a couple years ago i'll admit i was hostile at first because of what i had been through but i can honestly say that he has shown more love to me that i've ever felt from my own dad and has been hugely supportive of me and my studies since i have known him for this reason i would much rather him attend my graduation along with my mom and my best friend but i can't help but worry about whether i'm being unfair by not inviting my dad and what my dad's reaction will be if he asks about my graduation and i have to tell him that i've chosen to invite others over him so am i the butthole okay in my opinion i don't think so i feel like this is like a landmark event and it only happens once i feel like this is similar to the girl and like the wedding dress story where it's like she is taking into account like others feelings where it's like it should be about you in that situation like this is obviously this girl's graduation and if like the mom's new fiance or now fiance has been like super supportive and like super loving of course you would want him there because he's been supportive and i feel like if the dad were there it would just create like tension and just make like the experience more sour and honestly what if he just never asks about it that's not on you either so i feel like not the butthole for not inviting the like biological dad because he isn't there for anything else so why should he be there for like the special things that are super important to you and also i feel like it's just not like your 
problem or like it's not your responsibility to care for what he feels after that and i was reading some of the replies to this thread and one good point was like like what's the worst that can happen he cuts you out of his life or he doesn't talk to you but like that's what's already been going on and so it doesn't really matter if the worst case scenario happens because that's honestly already what happened and i was like oh my gosh that's so true so I feel like not the butthole and this is your special day and you should be able to invite who you want and if it's your mom and fian- like mom's fiance and then your best friend like then so be it it's the dad's fault for not being there for you in your whole life basically but that's just my thought and that was the last story um that's kind of like an abrupt ending i know but it is true that is the last story i hope you enjoyed this episode i thought it was interesting i feel like it's so true when people are like i go through like reddit rabbit holes or whatever like i feel like i could have scrolled and scrolled and scrolled through so many of those stories but i just chose a few and i feel like there's so much more on reddit but if you liked this episode let me know let me know in like the reviews or you can dm me or whatever and tell me how you feel if you like these episodes or if it wasn't your favorite i mean i thought it was kind of fun it was kind of like story times and i feel like i want to do this more often it was pretty interesting but yeah that's it for this episode i hope you have an amazing monday or whatever day you're listening to this and i hope you have a great rest of the week please share this with your friends and family co-workers whoever um, if you post to social media, make sure to tag me. I'll link everything in the description. And if you would like to leave a, a rating and review wherever you listen, like Apple Podcasts or Spotify, I just want to know what y'all think of it. And yeah, that's it for this week's episode. Bye. Talk to you later. <laughs>